Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Last week, we discovered the Lord's deep connection with all of his creation, including the earth. How the Lord cares for the land and gave it all to humanity. We also came to know that ancient cultures relied on the former and latter rains for a successful harvest. For the ancient Israelites, the former and latter rains were linked to their covenant relationship with the Lord. The former and latter rains were considered by King Solomon to be likened to a blessing of favour from the king. The Lord was faithful to his covenant with the ancient Israelites, yet they were not. They polluted the land with their spiritual harlotry, saying they worshipped the Lord, yet in their heart they chose to worship the gods of humanity's making. The ancient Israelites at one time even attributed the former and latter rains to the gods of humanity's making. So to expose the lies and deceptions of these gods, the former and latter rains were withheld from them. Even in the ancient Israelite spiritual harlotry, the Lord who is rich in mercy continued to pursue them in love. For his desire is they would be free from death and the destructive negative forces of their selfish desires. So he urged them to turn to him and to choose life over death and be truly free. If only they would acknowledge the Lord and his right to rule and reign and worship only him. Last week we also discovered through the prophet Joel that the former and latter rain upon the land is also linked to the Lord's spiritual rain. The Lord declares to the land, Do not fear. In fact, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will bring the former and latter rains. He will bring restoration and a bountiful harvest. The Lord, through the prophet Joel, also declares that he will pour out his spiritual rain upon all, and they will know that he is in their midst. So even amongst their spiritual idolatry, the Lord revealed to Joel that there is always a remnant who have remained faithful to the Lord. By remaining faithful, that is, giving their allegiance to the Lord, they worship only him. The outpouring of the Lord's Spirit began on the first Pentecost after the resurrected Jesus ascended. He ascended back into heaven. The Pentecostal festival was known by the ancient Israelites as the Feast of Weeks, or the first fruits of the wheat harvest, or the Day of the First Fruits. So, Pentecost is the festival of the physical harvest and is intricately linked to the former and latter rains. During this harvest celebration, the Jews brought to the Lord the first fruits of their harvest, 
In thanksgiving, they were bringing their first fruits, expecting the Lord would give the rest of the harvest as his blessing. This first Pentecost, after the resurrected Jesus ascended into heaven, was the day of the first fruits of the Church of Jesus Christ. It marks the beginning of the great harvest of souls that would come to know Jesus and be joined together through the work of His Spirit and the testimony of the first apostles. Pentecost is a very beautiful picture of the bountiful harvest brought about with the outpouring of the Lord's spiritual latter rain. At the first Pentecost, after Jesus ascended back into heaven, Peter stood up and explained to both the men of Judah and the men of Israel, who were from all different nations, the significance of what they had just heard. For they heard the sound from heaven, as of a rushing mighty wind. Then those who received from the Lord's outpouring of his Spirit began speaking the wonderful works of the Lord in all the different languages of the people gathered. This was the beginning of the outpouring of the spiritual latter rain from the Lord. We have the incredible privilege to be living in that time. This is the time of the latter rain and the harvest of souls. Even before the outpouring of the Lord's Spirit at that Pentecost, when Jesus was on earth, he said to his disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the labourers are few. Therefore, pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out labourers into his harvest. It is his work, his harvest, and he is Lord over all. So let us go back to the time of the northern and southern kingdom of Israel, centuries before Jesus walked the earth as a man, to a time of the prophet Zechariah. Through Zechariah, the Lord linked the latter reign with restoration and urged the ancient Israelites to ask the Lord for the latter rain. In doing so, they would be acknowledging him as the Lord of the harvest. Let us read Zechariah chapter 10. Ask the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. The Lord will make flashing clouds He will give them showers of rain, grass in the field for everyone. For the idols speak delusion, the diviners envision lies, and tell false dreams. They comfort in vain. Therefore the people went their way like sheep. They are in trouble because there is no shepherd. My anger is kindled against the shepherds and I will punish the goat herds. For the Lord of hosts will visit his flock, the house of Judah, and will make them as his royal horse in the battle. From him comes the cornerstone, from him the tent peg, from him the battle bow, from him every ruler together. 
They shall be like mighty men who tread down their enemies in the mire of the streets in the battle. They shall fight because the Lord is with them. And the riders on horses shall be put to shame. I will strengthen the house of Judah, and I will save the house of Joseph. I will bring them back because I have mercy on them. They shall be as though I had not cast them aside, for I am the Lord their God, and I will hear them. Those of Ephraim shall be like a mighty man, and their hearts shall rejoice as if with wine. Yes, their children shall see it and be glad. Their hearts shall rejoice in the Lord. I will whistle for them and gather them, for I will redeem them, and they shall increase as they once increased. I will sow them among the peoples, and they shall remember me in far countries. They shall live together with their children, and they shall return. I will also bring them back from the land of Egypt and gather them from Assyria. I will bring them into the land of Gilead and Lebanon until no more room is found for them. He shall pass through the sea with affliction and strike the waves of the sea. All the depths of the river shall dry up. Then the pride of Assyria shall be brought down, and the scepter of Egypt shall depart. So I will strengthen them in the Lord, and they shall walk up and down in his name, says the Lord. The restoration of both the northern kingdom of Israel represented by the name of Jacob and the southern kingdom of Israel represented by the name of Judah will again become one. They will be united in their worship of the Lord and testify to the nations of him. For in the Lord alone is redemption and restoration, healing and salvation. They shall walk up and down in his name, which means they will be strengthened in the Lord by the Lord, as they will gain in knowledge and experience of him as they worship only him. All this is a work of the Lord. For who or what we worship determines in whose name we journey through this life with. The Lord made this very clear to the ancient Israelites through another prophet whose name was Micah. Micah prophesied about both the north and southern kingdom, outlining that whatever or whoever a person chose to worship, they would walk in their name. As worship is identifying themselves with the one they worship, so when we receive the Lord, and his right to rule and reign and worship only him, that is whose name we are walking in, and that's what it means to walk in his ways. Throughout both the Old and New Covenant, the Lord continues to link the latter reign with the harvest. James chapter 5, 
verses 7 to 11. Therefore be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and latter rain. You also be patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Do not grumble against one another, brethren, lest you be condemned. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. My brethren, take the prophets, who spoke in the name of the Lord, as an example of suffering and patience. Indeed, we count them blessed who endure. You have heard of the perseverance of Job, and seen the end intended by the Lord, that the Lord is very compassionate and merciful. The Apostle James, in writing to his fellow brethren of Jewish lineage, who at the time of writing were scattered abroad, links the former and latter reign to Jesus' return. In referencing the former and latter reign, Jesus reminds them that the Lord was faithful to his covenant. He was faithful in the days of old and is faithful in their present time. He will, of course, be faithful in future time as that is his character. For he is faithful and true. Even in times of persecution and the highs and lows of this life, James declares, be patient, for the return of Jesus is certain. James adds, Blessed are those who endure. Endure means to remain. The first time that the word that has been translated as endure has been used in the New Testament is by Jesus himself. Jesus warns his disciples of the persecution that comes for his namesake. So anyone who receives Jesus receives the Father, receives his spirit, receives his name, and receives his salvation. Matthew chapter 10 verses 22 to 23 And you will be hated by all for my name's sake, but he who endures to the end will be saved. When they persecute you in this city, flee to another. For assuredly I say to you, you will not have gone through the cities of Israel before the Son of Man comes. Jesus will return. When all who will come to him have come, when that time has come, the eternal harvest will be complete and Jesus will return. He will gather together all who have received him. Having received him, they walk in his name. As we live in the time of the latter spiritual reign, let us pray to our Lord of the harvest to send out those who will walk in his name. Every disciple of Jesus is chosen, anointed, and throughout this life journey, walk in his name. As we surrender our self-will to that of the Father's will.
taking a moment each day to drink freely of his latter rain. He transforms us and enables us to see into his eternity. John chapter 4 verses 34 to 38 Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me, and to finish his work. Do you not say, There are still four months, and then comes the harvest? Behold, I say to you, Lift up your eyes and look at the fields, for they are already white for harvest. And he who reaps receives wages, and gathers fruit for eternal life, that both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together. For in this the saying is true, one sows and another reaps. I send you to reap that for which you have not laboured. Others have laboured and you have entered into their labours. Praise his mighty name. Out of his transforming daily work in us, together we rejoice, together we walk in his name, together we are part of the harvest field, and together we reap what we have not sown. Others have gone before us. In his name, they have sown the truth. And today, in the latter rain, we reap the rewards. Let us pray. Father, you are the Lord of the harvest. Give us eyes to see the fields that are ready where you have already prepared the ground with the former rain, already prepared the harvest with your continual latter rain. May each one listening today receive a greater revelation of your love, truth and power. To see the generations who have gone before us and how now is the time for our generation. As we surrender our differences and receive more of you, Lord, may the whole body of Christ come together as one, every individual, equal, equal. And together we say with your spirit, Lord, come and let those who hear the truth say come. Let those who thirst say come. Whoever desires, let him come to the Lord and drink freely the latter rain, the water of the divine and life everlasting. Come and drink freely in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. For more information and free resources, visit our website jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.